Hello, and welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 61, Paddington 2. Hello, Hallie. Hello, David. Hello, Kristen. Good day, David. And That sounds like a dismissal. Good day. Good day. Dismissing him before he even starts. Classic Kristen. Classic Kristen. Paddington 2 is a 2017 British slash French slash Luxembourgish co-produced live action animated comedy film. It was directed by Paul King and written by King and Simon Farnaby, which is probably the most British sounding name I've ever heard. Simon Farnaby. It stars Ben Wishaw as the voice of Paddington with Hugh Bonneville, Sally Hawkins, Brendan Gleeson, Julie Walters, Jim Broadbent, Peter Capaldi, and Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is somebody that I've heard of, but I didn't realize he was in this movie until I was looking at the Wikipedia. So wait, uh... did you know which one Hugh Grant was then? No, I had no idea. You don't know who Hugh Grant is? I don't know why you sound surprised. Because Hugh Grant has been popular for, like, a long enough time. It's not like he's fairly recent or, like, strictly pop, like Taylor Swift or something. Like, Hugh Grant has been around a while. You haven't seen Notting Hill? No. I don't know what that is. It's a wonderful rom-com starring Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts, who is not Anne Hathaway. (laughs) She's got a point. I've heard that. I've heard that she is not Anne Hathaway. (laughs) <laughs> that's the word on the street <laughs> they should make a movie where she plays Anne Hathaway I think they should end of thought they should do no they should do one where Elijah Wood plays Daniel Radcliffe and vice versa oh they would have so much fun with that they'd have so much fun because Daniel Radcliffe is really leaning into his like fun movie phase and I oh, love yeah. that for him he's he's living his best life and I wish nothing nothing more for him than the utter happiness he is experiencing right now exactly one thing we can agree on one thing I heard they're making a, a Nick Cave movie where Nick Cave is gonna play yes! himself and I'm really happy for him too that movie looks bonkin I think I said Nick Cave. I meant Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage. I assumed, is a but I wasn't sure. Entirely different person. Did you? Did you? I heard Nick Cage, which okay. is the no, same as Nicholas Cage, Cage to, with a okay. V, like Cavern Cave. Yeah. Oh. Nick Nick Cave is a musician. Oh. Is I, Cave uh, just a nickname for Cavern? Him. Yeah. Yeah. It's I've what, never put those two together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like David and Dave. It's Paddington. Just... You teach us all sorts of things. Yeah. Paddington is so educational. Yeah. Speaking of Paddington, <laughs> the film was a box office success. It grossed 227 million worldwide off of its 40 million dollar budget. It's also one of the most acclaimed films of all time including formerly having a 100% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes with 245 positive reviews until some jerk gave it a negative review as number 246. Jerk. Some jerk just showed up and was like, God. actually, Paddington Ruined 2. it for everybody. 
We should throw him in prison and then have Paddington reform him appropriately. I agree. Yeah. Again, we're agreeing a lot tonight, but that's what Paddington does. He makes people agree. He brings out the best in even the worst people, such mm-hmm. as Hallie. Hmm. Hmm. Does it you're not? not even, you're not even denying that you're a bad person because Paddington has taught no. you that... It's okay to accept who you are he and who you are is trash. Brings out the best in me, which is why I didn't fire back an insult. Because Paddington would expect better from me. He's As proud of me. As would Aunt Lucy. As would Aunt Lucy. Where was I? Anyway. Critics I don't, I don't know. <laughs> consider yeah. Paddington 2 one of the best films of the 2010s. Yeah. And it received three nominations at the British Academy Awards. Yeah. What were the nominations? The nominations were. Hold, please. <laughs> I don't remember that category. The nominations were Outstanding British Film, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Actor in a Supporting Role for Hugh Grant. Oh, good for Hugh. Yeah, they, uh, they knew who he was. They, they sure did. They knew who he was. <laughs> Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In case it's been a while since you've seen it, Paddington 2 follows the lovable Paddington Brown, a bear in a blue duffel coat, who settled into life in Windsor Gardens with his adopted human family. His Aunt Lucy's 100th birthday is fast approaching, and Paddington wants to find her the perfect gift. At Mr. Gruber's antique shop, he finds exactly what he's looking for, a one-of-a-kind pop-up book of London. Unfortunately, the book is very expensive, so Paddington tries out various odd jobs to make enough money to afford it. However, one night, while passing by the shop, Paddington catches a robbery in progress. The robber steals the pop-up book, and the police, seeing the bear at the scene, arrest him for the crime. Paddington is sentenced to an absurd ten years in jail, (laughs) where he befriends several of the inmates, and with their help, escapes prison to try and clear his name. A hidden fortune some taffy apple suction shoes, and a fantastic marmalade recipe is Paddington 2. There's also, <laughs> I should mention, there's also a uh, whole, like, treasure-seeking clue detective thing going on with the pop-up yeah, there book. Is. There's, a, there's a lot with that book. Yeah, there is. I did not focus on that in the, uh, in the review. Interesting. Yeah, it went a different direction. Hmm. I was... I, I was flabbergasted by his sentence so that was the main focus of the uh, summary this week <laughs> by the 10 year sentence yeah it is amazing how much of this movie paddington spends in jail the plot is more or less paddington goes to jail yeah and the th- that's the thing that was really funny to me is i knew absolutely nothing about paddington too like not a not a darn thing i had seen the first paddington years ago it was fine and i watched this and i don't remember why I was looking up the movie. I think I was maybe looking up an actor who had showed up on screen. And at that point, it was still early on. Like, he had seen the pop-up book. He knew it was expensive. He was trying to get some money for it and doing these odd jobs. And, like, halfway through the first sentence of the summary of this Paddington movie, it's like, when he's in prison. And I was like, what? (laughs) He goes to prison? (laughs) Yeah, I remember. And I just did not see it coming at all, when and the, I was shocked. 
when the trailers came out, Twitter responded that way entirely. Like, because they showed some of the prison and people were like, Paddington goes to prison? And everybody was just so, like, confused by it. And it just, it's, it was, it's, it's so weird. I don't want to say it's fun because it's prison and the prison system is bad, but it's Paddington Bear in prison and that juxtaposition is very funny. It was also like a very Wes Anderson prison. And I know that this is, you know, for children, so they're not going to make it like a hard Arkham Asylum prison. Okay, no, but, but like... It was, and I liked it. <laughs> yeah, like how cute is it that like, okay, good manners will get you far, you know? And it's like, maybe if you just let people cook, they'd be softer. I don't know. Right? There's probably a message somewhere deep within there. If you let people have humanity, maybe nothing's as bad as it seems. But like, but it's 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 nice, and I like it. Is what I'm saying. It's very cute. I think Paddington is like spearheading the prison reform campaign. I yeah, yeah. I would be behind Paddington on spearheading yeah. the prison reform campaign. Good for him. That like place I said he brings became out the so best much more happy. Yeah, and he's always right because he always tries to be kind and and diligent. And just a nice little bear. And I love him very much. You love him very much? Very much. Got a lot of puns tonight. Good. Are they all that exact pun? (laughs) Maybe. Great. Only time will tell. David, I'm dying to know what you give this movie out of a 10. I have been I have been very curious about you and this movie in particular because you love bears. I do love bears. Um, should we do the personality quiz first? Okay, we can do the personality quiz yes. first. Hallie, I also love bears. Why aren't you curious to know my thoughts because, about this movie because which has bears? I assumed you would just like it, but David has these curveball opinions sometimes that completely bamboozle me. So I wanted to know if this was going to be one. Fine. Great. Personality quiz. Hallie found a good one. I did. I found a bad one, and I wasn't going to do a quiz this week, but then Hallie came up with a good one, so we did one. Hallie, who'd you get? Well, so it's a good quiz, but it it betrayed me specifically. I got Henry Brown, who's Henry the dad, Brown. who's fine. I like Henry Brown fine, but I got Henry Brown and was like... Why Henry Brown? <laughs> you got Henry Brown. You're deeply moralistic, and although there are times when you're a little quiet or reserved when it comes to the people around you, you're perfectly friendly and speak up when it's required of you. Just try not to let people take advantage of or walk over you because of your sweet nature. Like, fine, fine. I did. I was like, why am I Henry Brown? And then realized I was spiraling into a midlife crisis because of this, which Henry Brown does undergo in the film and then i was upset and your question was answered that i was i i wouldn't say it was answered but it was um it was responded to and i didn't care to continue the conversation so i stopped it interesting yeah kristen who'd you get i got Mary Brown. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the only option you could have gotten that was worse than if you'd gotten the same thing as me. 
Yes, I agree. <laughs> it says, you got Mary Brown. You really care about people, so much so that you'll go to often dangerous levels to ensure the well-being of your friends and family. You're genuinely a really nice person with good morals. What more is there to like? So I'm great, and it, I think it's funny that they said I'm a wonderful person, and I was like, hmm, not who I thought I was going to be. I really thought they were going to tell me I was Hugh Grant's character. <laughs> I was kind of hoping for it. I like, it. I was fully expecting it based on all the answers, and then they were like, Mary Brown, and I'm like, I, I'll take it. I'm happy. I'm just, okay. Great. So... That's just another uh, example of me being a delightful character. Sure. David, who did you get? You got Paddington. God damn it. Well, but listen to the description they give for Paddington. You exude main character vibes in everything you do, even though you're genuinely one of the people in the friendship group that is so completely unaware of how dumb they can be sometimes. Oh, no! Whether it's saying the wrong thing on nights out or not assessing situations for what they are, you can be so clueless. But that's fine, because your heart is in the right place. One, what a slam to Paddington. Paddington. Two, why did they watch Paddington 2 and be like, Paddington's so dumb. He's always saying the wrong things on a night out. Like, he went to prison and reformed all the inmates. Come on, man. Shut up. Like, what? Did they watch the movie? I mean, obviously they watched the movie, but did they actually watch the movie? Paddington, your chief feature is that you're clueless. <laughs> an exude That's, main character an vibes. An exude main character vibes. What is that about? This is the person that gave review number 246 on Rotten Tomatoes. God. Probably. Probably is, though. Imagine yeah. saying Paddington sucks. Paddington. <laughs> when you're writing a quiz about Paddington. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm I'm gonna write a sternly worded letter to this um to this quiz quiz maker. <laughs> Dear quiz, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah. So seeing it for the first time, Kristen, this was also your first time. It was my first Paddington. time. How did it go? I liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. And the thing is, like I mentioned, I had seen the first Paddington, and I thought it was okay. I don't really remember much about it, but I remember thinking like, yeah, this was like enjoyable, but it's fine. But Paddington 2 was a genuinely fun time. I would like check my phone just to see the time or something. And then I would miss a bit of dialogue and I would go, oh no. And I'd have to rewind it. I didn't just think, eh, whatever, and continue on. And what also was fun is that I watched it with my nephew who's 11 and is starting to enter that like, I'm too cool for things vibe era and I rewound it at some point because people were being loud and I couldn't hear and he's like hey I was watching that and I was like yeah I'm trying to rewind it I didn't hear and he said okay and then he would like go use the bathroom and I'd say do you want me to pause it and he'd say yes please and I'm like okay I'm glad the 11 year old is into Paddington too but I can't make any comments about this or else he's gonna be like it's not even that good of a movie so 
That's true. I liked it. My nephew liked it. My parents liked it. You had a whole range of ages there, and we all had a good time. Also, <laughs> I was very amused because I kept forgetting somehow that Paddington, like, wasn't a real bear. <laughs> so, <laughs> when, they were, when he was in the prison... <laughs> And he looked over at the picture of his family after he thought that they had forgotten him because they didn't come to visit him. And they, like, faded his picture out. I literally was like, man, that kind of sucks. They had to do the thing where they take two pictures, like one with Paddington and then one without, and then edit them together. And then I was like, no, wait, he's he's an animated bear. They did not have to do that. And then when they were breaking out of the prison and they showed the four different cells at once and they're opening the doors, I was like, you know, that's kind of hard. You had to choreograph four different people to get them to, like, open everything on time. And literally, like, a minute later, like, a full minute later, I was like, no, they only choreographed three people and then they animated the bear. I mean, someone was probably doing what the bear does in the scene. I guess. And then they animate the bear over it. That's how they do, that's how they do these combination films. I mean, I guess so, but it, it was just very amusing to me, and I feel like a true testament to Paddington's character that I kept <laughs> forgetting that he was an animated bear. You sound just as clueless as Paddington. Silly Paddington. Also, Silly Paddington. I just witnessed a very sweet moment of two cardinals just, like, sitting right next to each other on a branch, and one of them, like, leaned in, and the other also leaned in. Like, that was a very wholesome moment while talking about Paddington, too, and I don't think that's a coincidence. He sent them. He sent the cardinals. Yeah. Paddington, uh, the very real, not animated bear, <laughs> sent the cardinals. That's <laughs> correct. I have a, a bunch of bushes right outside my window, and there are, there are a lot of birds that come and hang out. Though also, there's um, there are several holes that have been pecked in my garage by, I thought they were woodpeckers, but I saw a chickadee hanging out in one of the holes just pecking away the <laughs> other day. Just hanging out. Yeah, so... Good I don't for know. them. Not it good for just, your garage, but good for yeah, them. That sucks for your garage, but I just would rather a, them be happy than your garage be happy. So I I have mixed feelings about it, but I'm <laughs> happy that the birds are enjoying it for the time being until I get it repaired. Yeah. Anyways, some some bird facts. Bird facts. What were your thoughts, David? Yeah, David. Yeah, David. What were my thoughts? Well, I wasn't sure what to expect from Paddington 2 because I haven't seen Paddington 1 and it's been probably 30 years since I've read a Paddington book. Um, Though, I did have very high expectations given his reputation as one of the best-reviewed films of all time, surpassing even Citizen Kane. (laughs) So, going into it, I, I wasn't exactly sure what, you know, the plot would be. I was definitely thrown by the fact that they put the bear in jail but as far as expectations go let me say it definitely met them i thought this movie was great yay it's very cute and wholesome and paddington is quite lovable all of the characters in fact are really lovable i liked the script a lot and i liked the the way that everybody has sort of one one or two like shticks that wind up being really important at the end yeah. Um, like Judy 
decides that after her breakup, she's going to start her own newspaper and is the one that takes like the final damning photo of Phoenix Buchanan on the train, which Jonathan is driving the steam train, even though he is entered his teenage years and is too cool for steam trains anymore. He actually really likes them, as he says. Um, I'm Jonathan Brown and I like trains. Yeah. Um, even the parents, like Henry had this whole thing about how he was good at throwing baseballs at coconuts or whatever. <laughs> he says something about it. It's one of his first lines in the movie. I was just like, that sounds like the most British thing I've ever heard. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. But then, yeah, he whips a ball at Buchanan's coconut, knocks him out. And Mary, like who is champ. inexplicably training to swim to France... She dives down to the bottom of the river and saves Paddington, or tries yeah. to. Yeah. So everybody, everybody's like hobby, sort of comes full circle, and like that's a I, that's always a a pleasing thing when you know seemingly meaningless like character developing things get thrown out there in Act One, and then oh, in sure. Act Three, it's like here we go, all of this stuff actually mattered. Surprise. Chekhov's Surprise. gun. Yeah. 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 Did you say I'm... Chekhov's gone? Chekhov's gun. Gun. Oh. Like if you yeah. like if the Chekhov's rule, if you have a if you introduce a gun in the first act, it has to go off in the third. But yeah. this I've is never with, heard of that. Um coconut balls. I've yeah. never heard of that. Chekhov's gun. Interesting. I thought every English you said Chekhov. that. I just you said Chekhov and I was like, Star Trek? What did he <laughs> have to do with this? <laughs> I get that's fair. I was perplexed. No, I'm quite cultured, you see. Aha! Uh-huh. Name dropping. Chekhov, the writer. While we talk about Paddington 2. No, but I was really interested because Paddington 2 beat Citizen Kane on Rotten Tomatoes, which was a huge uh, deal, at least on my circles of Twitter when it happened, and was extremely funny and personally pleasing. And I love it very, very much. The, just the fact that that happened. I think Citizen Kane is pulled back ahead. But, like... Has it really, you know, like now that it's happened once, nobody's ever going to look at it the same way again. You know, it lost all credibility. It's just great. And I was like, David loves bears. And this is like cute. I know he doesn't like when things get twill. Is that the word twill? (laughs) Twee. I don't know what you're talking about. He doesn't like when things get twee. And maybe this is crossing into twee territory a little bit. But it's extremely my shit. I love the like dollhouse models they use for the prison break um they do that in the first one too they do a cute little dollhouse montage to show the members of the house for the first time and just it's so cute it's so filmy because it uses all those cool tricks and little like camera angles and 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 cute cinematic stuff and it's just it's like it's so pure-hearted because it's paddington bear and the animation isn't super weird not like all the time anyway and like and like phoenix buchanan is a blast there's a little mystery with a with a pop up book, and it's got like grade A physical humor. I love Phoenix Buchanan sneaking into a suit of armor, even though that doesn't benefit him like at all. And I love the gag where the security guard is like, "An extremely attractive nun was doing this." I remember because, or like, an unusually attractive nun. I think that's what he says. Something like it's that. Yeah. Good. It's attractive. It's good. It's fun. 
and I and I and it's important to me that a movie like this that is good and fun and about the importance of like being polite and minding your manners uh, got such good reviews and and critical appraise, not just from people who like this kind of thing, but like from everybody. I agree. Yeah, this was Yay. I, you know, I I do like bears. And though though Paddington being a bear is not especially important for the the film. Like, no, the like one, he's, he's just a bear. He's it's just great. a bear. And that's pretty good. Um, the one time that it does sort of come up is with Mr. Curry, the guy, the neighborhood watch guy. And I think Paddington could be anyone who isn't like white and British for Mr. Oh, Curry for sure. to sort of hate him. Right. Like that's definitely, that's he's, the implication. He's, there's yeah. definitely like, you know, uh, an immigrant allegory yeah, yeah. for, for Mr. Curry disliking Paddington. Yeah. But yeah, Paddington two, it kind of makes me want to watch Paddington one, but at the, but only because it felt a little bit like the, the kids in this movie didn't play a huge, it didn't play a huge role. And I just wondered if like, if that happens more in the first movie, like they get to be a little bit more developed, like each of their passions does wind up playing a role in the end, but they just kind of, they're very secondary here. Oh, for sure. Which is a bummer. Um, Yeah, in the first one, I haven't seen the first one in a while, but I remember, I mean, it's about him bonding with the whole family. So I think Mr. Brown might get some extra time because he's the one who's like, this is a bear. We can't just have a bear in our home. And it Mm -hmm. sucks. But, um, you know, he comes around in the end, obviously. Um, It is sad the kids don't have as big part but the first but the first one is is also very good it's not as good as the second one but it is very very good i was watching um or i have seen this a couple times but when i was re-watching it for this podcast at the beginning when they show how he like gives the girl on the bike a sandwich and like reminds the guy to go back in to get his keys i was like paddington makes everybody's lives better and i started tearing up because i was like i know they're gonna pay this off when everybody's cranky when he's in jail and not around to do nice things for them yeah but look at him look at him making look at him being friends with everybody and then they all come out and they push the brown's car to help to help him go get paddington back and it's just, oh my it's it it's very nice yeah yeah, it, it, the very beginning of the movie, though, is a entirely dramatic origin story to Paddington. Yes! Where he's about to get swept yes! away off of a waterfall. We have a cub to raise. He's so cute. Under his little hat. All bears cute. are cute, Hallie. I know, but he's a baby, so he's extra cute. That's ageist. I mean, I think most people would agree that babies are cute. That's ageist. <laughs> Whatever. Speaking of ages, Aunt Lucy. Great character. Love She's Aunt Lucy. 100. She's 100. She's 100 years old. She got to go to London. She did. Another she instance of them, like, not minding that she's a bear. They're just like, we brought her here. And there's, like, did, did Aunt Lucy fly on a plane? Did she purchase a regular ticket? I love that she's just, like, there. And everyone's like, yeah, she's One here. of the neighbors called in their 
called it a favor from their Air Force buddies. <laughs> something <Yeah>. like that? <laughs> something that happened. I'm not sure exactly how that wound up getting a bear to come to London. But the... Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> what the Air Force can handle. Yeah. yeah. In the first movie, they get separated, and I can't remember why. But then later, Paddington says something like, Oh, Aunt Lucy's at the home for retired bears. And I spent minutes in the film trying to decide if that was a euphemism for is dead like i could i could <laughs> not tell and i'm so glad that there just is a home for retired bears that she hangs out at yeah yeah but like, uncle, but like his uncle his uncle died though oh yeah his uncle screen his uncle's dead pestuzo pestuzo yeah that's yeah he dies in the first one i was i was gonna be really upset if it ended with Aunt Lucy having died. I was going to be been really so upset. Terrible. I was, I was like, half of me was prepared for it, though. Like after all this, Paddington. Maybe it's just because of the types of movies I watch. <laughs> but like, Paddington goes through David. so much trying to get this book for Aunt Lucy, and then it turns out that she passed away because she was a hundred years old and a bear. <laughs> So. Don't even say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, she didn't. She made it to London. She made it to London. Did you see her little nephew? They had a good go time. Sightseeing. Yeah, they had a really good time. Yeah. I was half expecting Paddington also to just like go completely nuts on Knuckles when he was insulting Aunt Lucy at the prison. Yeah. Like, he he just, he has the very British response of just fixing him with a hard stare. Oh, yeah. The hard stare is also, I'm pretty sure in the first movie, Aunt Lucy, there's a whole scene of him, of her teaching him that. Yeah. How to do the hard stare. Which, like, I love. Like, again, it's just, I don't know. It's funny. Like, it's very funny. I don't have a follow-up. It's just very funny. Yeah. And ties into my, like, mind your manners and the hard stare being, you know, a thing you don't want to get. It's just, it's good. It's just very good. It makes my heart happy. Yeah. It's like, it's like the Great British Baking Show, but with adventure and a bear. And no baking. (laughs) There's a little bit of, they make more marmalades, not baking, strictly speaking, I suppose. I loved, uh, there was, there was a time on the internet where Florence Pugh was delighting people during the pandemic where she would just like cook food and do it on her Instagram live or just like share stories to her Instagram story. And everyone loved it. Like it was genuinely, I cannot describe it. It was like a balm to the soul to just like watch her cook a dinner. And I don't know why, but everyone else agreed And then there was one day that she was making orange marmalade and everyone was like, petition for Florence Pugh to be in Paddington Bear 3. And now if they make a Paddington Bear 3 and Florence Pugh is not in it, I will be deeply upset. They had a whole exchange, Paddington and Florence Pugh on Twitter. I think Paddington 3 has been greenlit, let me. Yeah, I was looking at the... Florence Pugh better, better be part of it. It's set to go into production later in 2022. Yeah. 
I yeah. hope it's part of her schedule. I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't understand their ranking system exactly. But Paddington 2 is the 93rd best film of all time. Woohoo! Just under War for the Planet of the Apes 2017. <laughs> Ooh, right. no. But, um... What's their, what's their, like, numbered eight movie? Casablanca. I've never seen Casablanca. It's, it's on good. my list of movies to we see. We should probably add that to our list, because I've oh, also guess... never seen Casablanca. Really? I think we've talked about having Casablanca on our list. Yeah, I've been in, like, multiple film classes where that was required viewing, and for some reason, like, both times, I've just <laughs> like, nah, I'll see it some other time. And, uh... See, you can't trust film classes because they made me watch Dances with Wolves for a second time, but they did not let me finish Rear Window, and I was livid. Yeah, that sounds... I hate Dances with Wolves. Yeah, I mean... I hate Kevin Costner. Yeah. Sorry, Kevin Costner, you're probably fine. There's a couple movies. Parasite is number six. Black Panther is number five. Really? And Knives Out is number nine. Wow. We've seen we've seen three of the top ten on Rotten Tomatoes. Look at us! Wait, list the full top ten. I want to All hear right, it. The full top ten, which again, I'm not sure how they because because the rating is like they're different percentages, and sometimes like 98 is higher than a 99 percent, and like hmm. I guess it like they weight it by number of reviews. Anyways, it happened one night. 1934 is the best reviewed movie of all time. Huh. Followed by hmm. Citizen Kane, The Wizard of Oz, Modern Times, Black Panther, Parasite, Avengers Endgame, Casablanca, Knives Out, and Us. Huh. So a lot of jumping back and forth between like 2018, 2019 movies. There's four from 2019 mm-hmm. on the top 10. Oh, and then a bunch from the 30s and 40s. Modern movies. Yeah, a bunch from the 30s and 40s. Interesting. So, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse the 25th is 19. Movie? 25th oh, is Roma, which I almost made you guys watch. Cause... Oh, Roma! Roma's been on my list for a long time. Yeah, I almost made you guys watch Roma it. Roma has not... It has not been on my list. I'm. We don't need to watch it. <laughs> I can watch it on my own. Good. Any other numbers that you're interested in, Kristen, before we move on? 38. Dunkirk. <laughs> Little Harold is in Dunkirk. Yes, he is. He is. Proud of him. Okay. I think, wait, 99. The Godfather Part 2. I hear it's a wonderful movie. I'm surprised it's all the way at 99. I feel like that would be higher. I know. Uh, Godfather Part 1 is 17. Wow. Hmm. So, I was thought the I second like I hear most people say that number 2 is yeah. better. Well. Like a rare instance of a sequel being better. Interesting. Not according to uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Also, The Godfather, hmm. not as good as Paddington 2, which is at 93 <laughs> again. Paddington 2, the movie we're talking about. How did you um, how did you feel about Phoenix Buchanan? Love him. Grade A villain. He's the actor, correct? He's Hugh Grant? He is Hugh yes, Grant. Yes, that's Hugh Grant. Phoenix okay. Buchanan. I thought he was fun. 
Yeah, he is a really good villain. I agree. He's kind of crazy and self-centered. Gives himself away with his vanity when he's like, yeah. oh, that blue-eyed so-and-so. Dazzling blue eyes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, it was it was a little bit, I guess, on the nose that his like great-great-grandfather was also like the magician that I mean, I don't yeah. know. Did the thing is like I okay. Like, they don't. And not everyone has to be related, but well, I feel like they just needed a reason for him to know about this storybook, right? About this pop up book. So that was like fine. But I love all the scenes where he just talks to um himself as all of his roles, and yeah. I love that uh, Mary's over there and he's like, "How is the search to get Paddington out of prison?" And she's like, "Oh, it's not going very well." And he's like, "I have great news. My one man show is opening up." Like I like I love that scene. Yeah, he's quite good. I had the subtitles on um, because I usually watch things with subtitles. And in that scene where he's talking to all the mannequins and doing the different voices, it's like in a French accent, in a Belgian accent, yeah, it's <laughs> in great. a you know, Cockney accent. It was just and he it was does funny all to see them. all of the yeah. It was funny like, to see well. all of the different the different things he was doing. Because I don't, I don't know a French accent from a Belgian accent, but Hugh Grant David, does. David, you fool! Hugh Grant does. Hugh Grant knows all. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's. He, I. I like Hugh Grant, so I think it was just fun because the way he speaks is very entertaining and British. Oh yeah, and he's also like the way that Felix Buchanan goes about getting the clues is so like. I want to say campy because I feel like campy has kind of a bad connotation, but like dressing up in the suit of armor, dressing up as a nun, ripping it off to become like a priest uh, when Knuckles is like, oh, it sounds like you're looking for like a troop of actors or whatever he says. And he's right because he's just, I don't know, it's just, it's so silly. It's so whimsical. I love it so much. My one thing that I was just like amused by, like, I don't know why it got to me so much, but when he was the first person, the what, like homeless man or something, and he's running around and whatnot, and I thought, oh, if they make a sketch, they gotta make sure, like, the nose is gonna be a giveaway, and then they see, they show him taking off his disguise, and he takes off part of a fake nose, and I was like, oh my god, he thought of a fake nose, and I don't know why it got me, but I was like, god, he's so good at what he does. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'm so easily amused by things He's, uh, he thought of everything he sure did he did I would not remember to think of like a fake bridge for my nose but Hugh Grant did Phoenix did and that's impressive yeah I wasn't from like a practical standpoint I wasn't entirely sure how all of the the clues wound up around London like the letters on the different statues and things. Yeah. But I also found myself not caring. Right. Because, Who cares? Yeah. Because it was, it was fun. And I realized that I should stop thinking about it. So I did. I stopped. Good for you, David. Proud of you. Well done. And maybe I'm proud for this because this is exactly the kind of puzzle that would happen in a Nancy Drew game of which I am very fond. So that's, I was just like, yeah, this is, this is just Paddington plays Nancy Drew. This is this is great. This is all this is all of my stuff coming together. Yeah. 
has Nancy Drew ever been thrown in prison? Yes, actually. Uh, Alibi and Ashes. She's arrested for arson because she was running out of a burning building. And cops will just arrest anybody, huh? Yeah, anybody. But there were also like two or three other people also running out of the burning building. But she was the last one. So, you know, Nancy Drew, you're under arrest. Because the fire started while you were inside. Yeah. It's not a. It's not one also, of the best ones, but it's fun. I like children's villains and things sometimes because sometimes they're they're evil, but like in a silly yeah. way. And I don't remember what the kids show is, but there was there was one where the villain is Hobgo- or Bob Goblin, and he's a goblin, and he goes up to like a tree or something, and he's like, "Give me all your gold." Oh, wait. You don't have any gold? Um, give me all your rocks. And it's just like this this wholesome little thing of just this silly little goblin who's like, give me your gold. Just kidding. Give me your rocks. And I just felt that way about Phoenix because I know that he's doing like crimes and stealing things. But I'm also but I'm also like, I don't know. This is just a man who's like getting a pop-up book and i know that obviously he's trying to do it for like the money and the treasure but even then he's just trying to do his one man show so even when he gets sent to prison at the end he's still like i got to do my show and he's so happy i love that that mundane sort of sort of motive just my show i'm just i'm just a dick who's gonna send this small bear to prison because i want to do a thing bob goblin is from wally kazam Yes, thank you. They also have a very catchy song about, um, like, entering a castle or boarding up a castle. A castle is involved. And it's, it's, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Yeah, I was just, Wally Kazam was a charming little show from what I saw of it. I have never heard of Wally Kazam. Probably because you do not, to my knowledge, have small children in your life. Nope. I do not. Wait, what were what were we talking about with Paddington before Kristen derailed everything? Um, it was not me, and we were talking about Phoenix. But I think we were, like, wrapping up our conversation about Phoenix, so... Oh, okay. Um, well, then, yeah. you interrupted us at a fortunate time. So... What do you think about Knuckles and the other prisoners? Knuckles. They all, they feel like kind of like the kids to me in that they're bit characters. Knuckles is less of a bit character than the other ones. But like they're fun. I like I like Knuckles, the one who's going to beat you up if you insult his food. But, you know, this bear is under my protection. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good vibe. And then Paddington softens them. He's like... I was going to say, I really liked the scene where they were making the marmalade. It was great. Okay. Yeah. I also like that this prison that was serving, like, only oatmeal, and the kitchen didn't look like it had much else in it, just inexplicably had this giant pile of oranges. Right? They had, like, a thousand-something oranges ready to go. And Paddington trying his best with his little one at a time. Yeah, one there were a lot sack of, at a time. There were a lot of really funny like bits during that scene, such as, such as 
Um, well, first of all, the newspaper that Knuckle reads is full of like really funny like the newspaper puns and stories. Yes. Yeah, that was really great. And then um, he's just sitting there and reading while Paddington is trying to do everything by himself. And you know, there's the one at a time with the oranges, and he goes and like takes each individual orange. He's like one juicy orange, two juicy oranges. And Knuckles gets mad at him about that. And then, um, what else? He's a clueless little bear. He's a clueless little bear. He doesn't that's know his, anything. That's his, so main, unaware. his main it's characteristic. He has such main yeah. character syndrome. Yeah. And then, um, what is, what is Paddington say? He, he, he calls his, his hands like orange squashers or something. I thought that was funny. Yeah, you've got a fine pair of orange squeezers right there. Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, I liked that later the um, the cafeteria at the prison turns into Aunt Lucy's tea room. Yeah. And that they get bedtime stories. Yes. Again. That's the prison, prison reform, reform that we need. Really That's is. the prison what we reform need. that everybody should be pushing for. Tea room and bedtime stories. And one man shows. And one and man shows. Or many men shows. Yeah. I also love the way that um, that when all the prisoners get up to announce that they like know how to make other stuff, they all look straight ahead. They're like ramrod straight. Like, well, my my aunt Charlotte made this lovely remoulade, and I, it's like it's so pure. And I was like, yeah, fuck toxic masculinity. This guy knows how to make a roulade. Again, prison reform. Teach everybody how to make good stuff. Yeah. Instead of, like, license plates or whatever. Yeah. Instead of, like, license plates or whatever. I agree. There's, like, all these men and they're wearing pink. And I know that, like, pink is a girly color. is silly. But, you know, it's a cultural understanding we all have. And that's why it's funny when all the uniforms turn pink. But it's such a lovely, bright, happy color. It really is. It is. It, it, just, it, does, it does, in fact, brighten up the place. As Paddington notes. Like, it really does. And it was already fairly bright also, before, because like I said, it's like a Wes Anderson prison. And it just, it yeah. made it so cheerful. Yeah. Also, speaking of, of reforms, when Paddington goes to court and he finds out that the judge is the same man that he shaved poorly when he was cleaning up the barber shop briefly yeah. as one of his jobs, that shouldn't, that shouldn't. That's illegal. Yeah. That's, he, that's... He, the, Judge gives him 10 years and throws in a count of barberly harm for shaving him poorly. That's, that's a bad, that's a bad system. It's a bad system, but I play the Ace Attorney games in which stuff like that happens all the time. There's nothing legal happens in the Ace Attorney game. So I was like, aha, Paddington, too bad Phoenix Wright wasn't on your side. So you're laughing at Paddington's misfortune? Buchanan. So you're laughing at Paddington's misfortune? No, I was just like, oh man, the legal system. It sucks. Yeah, I've, what, I've, a, what a in all joke. I saw the trial of yeah. the Chicago Seven. Paddington's case was just like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm also. This doesn't have anything to do with the inmates, but um, I'm also a sucker for um, the tape recorder gags. Whenever people are like. 
Oh, yeah. I secretly taped your thing, and now I'm going to play back little pieces of it on a telephone so somebody thinks that they're talking to somebody else. Or like the um, the scene, in, the, the famous scene in Home Alone where he's yes. dealing with the pizza guy and he's using the, uh, the violent mobster from that, the movie. Again, like grade A, like, like, like hijinks. It's, it's a, hijinks at its, its finest. Stick. It's a good shtick. Yeah, it's a good shtick. I haven't shtick. seen Home Alone, David. Way to spoil it. What? How have you not seen Home Alone? Even I have seen Home Even Alone. Even David has seen Home Alone. I don't know. I've never seen it, and it holds no appeal to me. Okay, well, we're going to add it to the list. This is catching up David, not catching up Kristen. D- David, use it as one of your movies because you get multiple ones. That's true. I do get extra movies. Yep. But but Hallie, you've seen Home Alone, so it'd only I be Kristen. I don't Kristen, how does Home Alone have no appeal for you? It's it's a classic. Yeah, man. Um lots I don't know. Of, lots of slapsticky the, the, the hijinks look like they'd be fun. I I also just feel like I so many people have built it up so much and said how much they love it and it's a classic. That I feel like when I see it, I will be underwhelmed. And so it's better to just never see it. It's pessimistic. Okay, but counterpoint, (laughs) it's also really great. And the hijinks are pretty much the entire movie. So if the hijinks sound great, (laughs) then I think you would really enjoy it. Because that's what the movie is based around. I don't know. I think I had like two movies I was going to watch this Christmas. And mm-hmm. I didn't watch either of them. So I'll put it on the list for this coming Christmas, but I I make no promises. Yeah. Okay. That's because you're a disappointment. Yes, I am. Mm. Oh, oh, speaking of top tier gags, though, I know this was in the trailer for Paddington 2 and was just... So charming, so delightful. The scene where he introduces all of his new inmate friends to the Browns. There were so and many. And they all just keep popping out of corners. There's like so Scooby many Doo of them. Style. There's so many of them, and it's so artfully choreographed. And then he turns off the light, and he's like, we can't trust these people. And they're like, Mr. Brown, that's the light you turned off. The microphone says, microphone. Yeah. I really like the way he says that line. Yeah. That yeah, was also, you, Hallie. That was you, Mr. Brown, who messed that up. No, no! <laughs> oh, no! What? Oh. I can't believe you're so anti-prisoner reform. Paddington's friends. <laughs> you're against all of that. God, I'm a bad person. You really are. God. Paddington does not forgive you. Paddington forgives all. Don't ever say that about Paddington again. It's true. Even when Knuckles lies to Paddington. Yeah. That's another thing I like. I I like that they lie to him, which sounds like a bad sentence, but but like (laughs) it's it's cute that they're like, Oh, Paddington, you don't know what's good for you. We're gonna run away. And then they and then they come back because they're like, Well, isn't he isn't he off friend? And of course, I don't know, that whole scene where they're under the water just lasts 
so long. Like, you know that Paddington isn't going to drown, but that scene still happens yeah. for a long time. It's and a lot it's, of... And it's... A lot of tension. It's like that's it's like that scene in Titanic, except this one was actually good. Wow. David. Wow. <laughs> Don't be so mean to Titanic. Freaking wow. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Well, there's no the the problem is that I don't think one is better than the I think that Paddington 2 is on a plane equal to Titanic. I think they I think they are equal. But then you maybe think, like, would Paddington survive Titanic? And no, because he'd be a gentleman and he'd give up all his, his, his seat for the women and the children. And you made me unhappy because you made my brain go that route. David, I can't believe I you just think killed Titanic Paddington is in the top on the movies. Wait, it is or is not? I don't believe it is. It doesn't look like it. Why okay, not? Are you lying? I think that you're just lying. I'm looking through the list right now. It's it not has there. to be there somewhere. I'm going to look it up myself. Rotten Tomatoes list of top 100 movies. Anyway, there's a lot of angst in that scene. And then his friends come to save him because they realize that, you know, but aren't we his friend? Like, it's just, it's such a simple line. It's like, yeah, they could, they could get away, start life anew, but yeah. Paddington's in trouble. They got to clear Paddington's name. Yeah, and save him from the train. Save him from the train. It's really, I was really sad when, uh, when Mary dives down into the water and they're, they like look at each other and the little there's like a little air bubble that comes out of Paddington's nose. Yeah, as he's drowning. It's just a lot. Like again, you know what's not gonna happen, but you're like, oh god, that's that means he's that's an air bubble. He's gonna that means die. He's losing. That means he's gonna die. <laughs> he's this... gonna die. He's gonna drown. And she's gonna watch him drown. That's that's the end. No Paddington three. Yeah. Upsetting. There were a lot I'm of not... okay. Another thing I enjoyed about the movie that has nothing to do with Paddington drowning, um, because he doesn't, is um, there's a lot of like fantasy sequences that yeah. were very pleasing. Like, the the popping book, when they have the... When Paddington first sees the the popping book, at which is also a much better name than the pop-up book. Popping book. The popping book. Um, and, like, they have the whole, like, pop-up animation thing of Paddington imagining, like, running through the... The streets and seeing Aunt Lucy on the ship and like that was all really well done and I was a big fan of that and then when Paddington's in jail and crying and his tears yeah grow the forest and then he goes to see where Aunt Lucy is in the forest that was also very good but also sad um, it is but I, I love that's what I meant like it uses it uses film to its to its use, you know. Like film is the only medium where you can do a really grand daydream sequence like that in the context of. I mean, you can do it in a book, I suppose, but like, I mean, it just it's it's they they have fun with the with the medium of film. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so Titanic does not appear to be in the 100, but I think that's wrong. 
still. I think I think I said that. I don't think no. Why isn't Titanic in the top 100? Titanic is so good. Why does it only have an 87%? Oh, I bet that's because it's just full of people who are like, they both could have fit on the door. Yeah, they tried that and the door started to (laughs) sink. Watch the movie. God. James Cameron's deeply disappointing Titanic is a sad thing when set against the modest, factual 1958 film A Night to Remember. Some of us are like they comparable? sad things. Yeah. God. Okay, anyway, back to Paddington. Back to Paddington. Back to Paddington, who did not drown. Who did not drown? No. Thank God. That would have been a downer. <laughs> imagine imagine if instead of Aunt Lucy dying, she comes to London anyway, but Paddington is drowned mere days before. Imagine yeah, they already sent the they already sent the invite to Aunt Lucy and she doesn't have a cell phone, so they can't reach her. And then she shows up on the train and and nobody's there to meet her because they're all at Paddington's funeral. Christ. <laughs> They've all forgotten about her, so she's just lost in London all by herself. Imagine that Paddington <laughs> dies, doesn't give Aunt Lucy the birthday gift. She spends her 100th birthday alone thinking Paddington forgot her, and then she dies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well lost in London. Okay, well, that doesn't happen because all the inmates are his <laughs> friends. Yeah. So That's... we have to remember the important thing, which is that prison reform works. Prison reform works. Exactly. Bane would agree. Animated Bane. That's why Animated <laughs> Bane is my favorite villain in the Harley Quinn show. Yeah. He, he does believe it, though. Bainton. Anyway, Paddington. Who does not die. Nor does Who Aunt does Lucy. not die. If there's one thing to take away from this movie, <laughs> it's that Paddington, the main character. Who exudes main character vibes. Yes, the lovable, animated, not live-action bear. <laughs> uh, he doesn't die. He's not, he's not dead at the end of the film. He Hooray. lives. Well, all right. <laughs> I feel like there are other things we should talk about, but I can't think of any though. I can't think of any. It's just it's just, it's just a good movie all around. David, what number it, do you give it? Um, it's probably like an eight. Thank God. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's really good. I liked it a lot. I was a uh, I was a big fan of Paddington. It's very it's very sweet and wholesome i was like the opening scene where he's going through the town and like saying hi to all the neighbors i was like oh this is almost too wholesome (laughs) but um yeah no it was great lots of lots of good gags i like one of the there's some good physical comedy too one of the ones i liked especially is when he's um he's trying out his job as a a window washer and he winds up like smacking into that guy's window 
the the neighbor that's always forgetting his keys. Yeah. And he's just like pressed against the window and the neighbor is like startled and looks out and then Patty just sort of like starts rubbing his paws around in a circle. <laughs> that was really funny. I like when he's just like, ah, washing your window. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing weird here. Nothing I like when the band here. is on the lift outside the building. Yeah. On the, on the just little a... scaffolding thing. Yeah. Just a, just a fun little gag. And then they My show up again tree. at the prison. Yeah. They do. They show up again at the prison. Yeah. Prison reform. You need bands. Prison reform. You need bands. And there were like flowers at the prison now too. Yeah. yeah. It's just a all around better place. If you've got to be in place. prison, that's the prison you want to be in. Yeah. The tea room. Yeah. All right. Should we talk about the next movie? Yes, because Let's I do don't it. even remember what our next movie is. I remember what it is. Okay. okay. Well, I am going to get to the chase because I was going to write an intro for this film, but I'm actually like slightly embarrassed about how little I know about Russian history these days <laughs> with, <laughs> with Russia being in the news so much. Like it's come up more than once in the past several weeks that I like I've said something and someone's like, that's not actually true. Or I'd be like, I thought I knew a thing about Russia. And they're like, no, that's stupid. You're dumb. So instead of embarrassing Classic myself. Paddington syndrome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's because I'm Paddington and I, I don't know anything and just embarrass myself everywhere I go. Paddington doesn't know anything about Russia. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, anyways, so instead of like, writing a funny intro that just really showed how ignorant I am about uh, history and the world. We're watching Anastasia. That's We're watching Anastasia. That's the thing. It's Anastasia. Hallie, give me an Anastasia fact that's not in the movie. That's not in the movie? Um, well, um, um, Alex Alexei, her little brother, was had hemophilia. That's not mentioned in the film. There you go. So that's, yeah. Anastasia I can drop facts. all sorts of Romanov facts. They yeah. say Romanov in the movie, but they pronounce it like Romanov. Um, give a Romanov fact about the second oldest sister. Tatiana? Yes, that one. Her sisters called her the governess because she was stern and even-tempered and her mother's favorite. Yeah, I didn't expect a really specific fun fact, did you? No, but I did I expect it. I just wanted you to sisters. tell me one. God. Well, I did, for God's Why sake. Why are you yelling? I did, You started it. David, please get her to leave. <laughs> no. Your COVID has yeah. made you temperamental. <laughs> <laughs> you have hysteria. Yeah. Anastasia. I don't know anything about it, but Anastasia, Hallie does. the movie with the bat. Yeah, there is a bat in Anastasia. There is a bat. Um, that bat did not exist, probably. So you're saying bats didn't exist in Russia? That's a fact. Not that Russia. The other Russia. (laughs) Well, I mean, like not, like like not the Russia, the Romanovs specifically, uh, specifically inhabited. Maybe in the other parts of Russia, they were woefully out of touch with. 
there there might have been a bat there named been Bartok a, there. There might have been a bat named Bartok, and they wouldn't have even known. The bats didn't yeah. go to the upper crust part of town. Yep. They weren't allowed there ever since the war. <laughs> The war. The war. I was gonna say ever since Vietnam, and then I thought people would think I was serious, and that I was really dumb. <laughs> anyway, I cut you off, David. Yeah. So Anastasia, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also going to base all of my Russia knowledge off of this movie now. So okay, many, many, uh, many people do which is why i was surprised when you were like i don't want to embarrass myself with russian history it's not it's not you don't have to worry about that with this movie david russia doesn't care about this all you need to know is anastasia is a girl there is a bat the kremlin is there and faberge eggs are present The Fabergé eggs are not present, but there is a thing in the movie that is based off of their Fabergé eggs. David, do not listen to her. The Fabergé eggs are present. You have to look at them. I know a lot of things. I don't know anything about the Fabergé eggs. So The Fabergé eggs! You know what movie we should add to our list? No. Game Night! Oh, I was wondering if that was where your knowledge of Fabergé eggs came from. <laughs> I was like, why does Kristen know about Fabergé eggs? We probably should add a game night. It's very good. It's uh, very good. Fabergé eggs were these really pretty bejeweled, ornamented eggs How that, many people... uh, that an artist... I'm explaining it to David. David, you know what a Fabergé egg got is. got them for... No, he said he doesn't know about Fabergé eggs. No, David. I, I, I know what it is. I just don't know oh. what it has to do with this movie. I thought Everything. you said the opposite thing. I'm sorry. I thought I thought you said you had no idea what Fabergé eggs are. And I was like, David, you uncultured swine. You should be embarrassed. No. I, Whereas your I've response heard... to me was, how does Kristen know about Fabergé eggs? <laughs> 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 That's correct. I have different standards for both of you. I've, um... I, I've seen Fabergé eggs before. I just don't know their connection to Anastasia the Romanovs or Anastasia colon a Disney joint. David, the connection is everything. It's... Follow the money. <laughs> Nicholas gave them to Alexandra all the time. Nicholas okay. Cage gave that's them it. to Alexandra. That's, 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 that's her daddy and her mommy. Okay, great. Yeah. Her papa gave them to her mama like all the time. There are several. Great. At Someone ranked the Fabergé one. eggs in a Twitter post and it was amazing. I'm going to have to find it. All Fabergé eggs or ones in Anastasia? Uh, ones in possession by the Romanov family. I wonder if I will agree with this ranking. I don't know. There were a lot. We'll like find a, like the list and then send it to me. I'll find it. Find it sooner. Ah! I'm really excited about Anastasia. This is a formative film for me. Yeah, I I know that Good. this is one of your your top films. It is. I want to watch it with you. Okay. 
Yes. As long as you're healthy by then. Yeah, I'll be healthy by then. Great. <laughs> she says <laughs> after coughing up a lung. I'm taking yeah. vitamins. Okay. That's uh, it's the road to recovery. Just yeah. load up on vitamins. on vitamins. All right. So that'll be for next time. Anastasia. Woo. Woo. And uh, Woo. until, yeah, until then. So long, Hallie. Farewell, David. Good night, Kristen. Good day, David. <laughs> See, that one sounded and... more dismissal. Great. All right. Good night, listeners. So long. Good night, unless it's morning. If it's afternoon, it's good day. I already told you good day. Good day. Good day.